welcome to What'd You Do This Weekend? What'd You Do This Weekend? What'd You Do This Weekend? With Hillary Campbell and Derek Bockelman. We're two hilarious people and obviously best friends, but we live on opposite ends of the country, so we like don't know what the other person did this weekend. And every Monday we're here to ask the age-old question, what'd you do this weekend? It's like the one true equalizer. Weekends and death. Death, taxes, and weekends. Yes, literally we should make shirts. Listen as we have literally amazing guests each week to tell us about their weekends and sometimes they're the same as us but sometimes they're totally different maggie smith's downton abbey character once asked what is a weekend and we're here to answer the poor woman if you can believe it i am not i didn't watch any tv before this so i have no this is upsetting <laughs> <laughs> i know i have so nothing are we to gonna comment see- on so this is you completely like blank, like uninspired. I have actually zero influence. thoughts. Zero Great. thoughts. I have nothing. I am without TV. Who am I? You You're know? a shell of <laughs> I know. A person. No comments, no interesting um, opinions. Um, I just have, I actually just made and ate dinner in record timing, I think. Oh my God, that sounds delicious. But like, is it eating dinner if you... Go, I ate it in three minutes. Under three, actually. Probably. Yeah, under I guess. Three. I don't know if that is eating dinner. That might just be like a. Yeah. <laughs> that might be but eating, like, but not like eating I dinner. Made, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It all goes back to that moment in, in Girls when Adam says to Hannah, Do you eat food for fuel or for pleasure? <laughs> that I, line just killed me when I was in it's college. Amazing. I was like, Oh my god, I eat it for pleasure. And then like yeah. Adam looks down on me. <laughs> but we all know, know he's, he's actually like No, I, I mean know. like psycho people like Adam. Yeah, like it's yeah, not a true. good thing. That's it's a red like, flag, honestly. That was that a should big be, red like, flag. question you ask on a first date. And <laughs> I know. And yet my like eating disorder brain at the time was so messed up that I was like, oh my God. This I'm is so bad. insightful. Yeah. Yeah, it's like terribly insightful that he said that to her and I'm bad. You know, oh my God. <laughs> but I've come, I've come out of that um, behavior. Um, I feel slightly influenced, um, and I hope, I hope it doesn't come across. Um, Succession, which I just started watching, and yeah, I started watching sure, on incredible. my plane, which is an okay. odd way to be watching. Sometimes the plane gets you in, gets you going. Yeah, that's true. I was like, well, what else am I going to do for the next like twelve hours? <laughs> that's a long flight. So, the listeners, Derek has been in Australia. Yeah, so this is my first, um, like, I'm still, I'm, I'll talk about it on the, like, when we start the episode, but I'm definitely a shell of my former self, like you right now, I guess. Oh <laughs> um, I feel but why very, are you a shell? Not because of the TV, because I've been watching a lot of TV, but mostly yeah, just because sure. I have not been able to get a feel um, for the time difference. Like, I've been sleeping until, mm. like, noon. Mm-hmm. And yeah. work has been casual enough. I mean, it ends tomorrow, but casual enough in the last few days or since I've been back that I've sort of been able to get away with like having these terrible sleep patterns. And so I'm sort of a little bit of a zombie, I guess. So we'll see how this goes. Well, I mean, that makes sense though. Yeah. Um, Like that's a huge time difference. I've Kitty and I have been texting a lot because, you know, but only in the morning at night because she's now in Australia. Yep. 
Yeah, that's so how I'm getting a classic only morning or night text from her. <laughs> I know my sister only can call me at, at like three o'clock my time. Mm -hmm. And because that's like when she's driving to work and that's like really early mm. for her. But, right, because yeah. that actually didn't sound right to me. Oh, no, but you're in L.A. Yeah, I'm so in L.A., all... so that would have made maybe Wow, like... that's a lot of math yeah. for me. That's a lot of math. Too much. But I think I was spared. I always feel like when I'm in Australia, normally I have terrible sense of the time. Like, I sleep in and I can't get used to the, the time difference. I'm tired all the time. But because I started in Hawaii, which already had a little bit of a time jump, I think... When I was in Australia, I like went really well in terms of like going with their schedules. Like I didn't feel any sort of time lag, jet lag, whatever it is. <laughs> and then I feel like my punishment for not feeling it in Australia and getting so on board with that like time structure or whatever mm -hmm. is mm -hmm. that now I'm for the first time ever back. And you know, normally I don't adjust to Australia, so I don't have to readjust. But oh. this time I am having to readjust, which sort of sucks. What a yeah, as you say, a punishment, a real, yeah. true, <laughs> a true, actual, very real punishment. Oh my goodness! Hello. Hi. And Charles. It we. Oh, Charles. Want to be in the podcast? What a um, what a I went. Not that I'm happy about it, but. What a perfect person to talk to this Tuesday, Jessica. I, I was like, not, I, not, not in a good way, but um, I'm actually really wanting to talk to you about um, the, the hell that are of everything of the past few days. Um, so this is going to be a weird episode of a what'd you do this weekend? Um, <laughs> where everyone's like, well, I mostly cried, actually. I did. <laughs> um, but so we're joined this evening, our first time having a couple on, having a twosome, um, well, actually a foursome, um, <laughs> if you will. But um, we're joined this evening by journalist Jessica Bennett of the New York Times. And um, also, I'm really into your new newsletter on Bulletin called Wait Really? I've been a, I've been quite the little avid reader. And of course, author of Feminist Fight Club, which is how we met. Um, and I did some fun cartoons of, uh, if you know or you don't know. Um, and then also her lovely husband, who is also my friend, Sam Slaughter. And Sam, I actually don't even know where you work right now. So that's my, I'm being a bad host. No, you're a great host. <laughs> <laughs> I went, I know what he used to do. I don't know what he's doing right now. I'm self-employed. I feel like that, yeah. is that like, is, that's enough information? Yeah, well, I don't there care. There was really. a small creative agency out of our apartment. Um, and today he was featured for the first time in New York Magazine's The Cut. Hello. In an article about taking mushrooms at your wedding. I okay, love I mean, that. That's, that's, if you want to get featured, that's the way to get featured. Right? But sadly, thanks to my famous wife, they weren't allowed to use our real names. Um, oh, no. The people can't really know what <laughs> Jessica Bennett is doing. <laughs> oh, I miss getting when you used to um, writing all those dating articles, and then I get to get like be quoted as like, Oh my God. Hillary says, Hillary says this about breadcrumbing. And I'm like, <laughs> It's not nice, you know. <laughs> um, what happens? Remember, 
number. Someone oh. shouted actually on the street today. I heard someone use an acronym and I went, I don't know what that means. Like two girls were like in exercise gear walking down the street and they're like, ah, are you showing your FBG? And I went, I don't know what that is. What is that? Does anyone that is either. <laughs> no one knows. Yeah. If anyone wants to know me, FBG. I tried to come up with like big, I don't. I don't know. Do so mean? we'll never know. I was hoping Jessica, I thought you yeah, like on the glutes. you being the culture queen might know. No. So Urban know. Dictionary says it's oh my fuck, God. Bitch, fuck bitches get money, but I don't know if that's uh true or not. BG but where's the G? Oh, get money? Yeah, yeah, I think no, so. But you need an M at the yeah, end. Yeah, I don't know why. That doesn't no work for there. me. If Sorry, that's what it was, dictionary. it made if that's what it was, that made no <laughs> sense of the scenario that I saw. Um, but anyways, okay, let's not waste any more time. We all did the same thing on Friday, obviously. Um, we were extremely unhappy about the Supreme Court, uh, doing it. I don't need to say it, you know, we know what happened. Um, and so that it's just, this is sad. I don't know. Like I actually had a, probably a fun day before, or fun morning, like before it happened, but but did any, I mean, what, just Sam, what, what did you, what, how, what did you decide to do? Like, I mean, people were like either indoors coping or a more of a, I'm going to go out to a rally. And um, where, where did you find yourself? What, what did you find yourself wanting to do on Friday, Jessica and Sam? Um, well, let's see. I was working and sort yeah. of monitoring what was going on um and you know like not surprised of course like we all expected this and and yeah at, there was I think I didn't know they were gonna do it that morning I guess nobody, nobody I, did. so but we were sort of like you know they ruined this past weekend for us I guess they've now ruined every mm -hmm. weekend for going forward for sort us but that. uh my yeah. other friends were I think a little happy that it didn't come on the Friday before for the July weekend. Um, but who, but it's all shit. So, you know, who, who knows? Um, what did I do? I wrote a newsletter. Uh, and then I don't know. I, I read didn't it. really do anything. I read it. Um, but we opened our home to angsty, depressed feminists yeah. who mm -hmm. were returning from various marches. Um, mm -hmm. And they came over and we ordered pizza and I don't know, like sat, sat around. <laughs> did you find, were you even, I, 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 I was, I had a weird, and it, it's like, do you even want to talk or were you guys like, I don't even want to talk, like, or were you crying or were you, or were you? I mean, they talked about the March. There was like some interesting and funny celeb sightings at the March. It was a scene. Mm -hmm. you know, they showed, we talked, they showed pictures, whatever. They described the scene. Um, I mean, I don't know. We we all know what the situation is. I think um, they just needed a little camaraderie and maybe a slight. Yeah, it was definitely a night that you're like, well, I don't want to be alone. Like, I... Sam was sick. We've been, like, both off and on sick. So Sam went to bed really early, and then it was just... Oh, that sucks. Me and the I'm sorry, guys. I mean, everyone has COVID again. Yeah, and I, I guess like it's, like, it's every other week. A wave of that. I yeah. did an email to my company reiterating that we would cover people's travel and or sure costs that they incurred whilst getting abortions the problem yeah. with that is that who wants to tell their employer 
that they need to go get an abortion. Yeah, you don't want to go, hey, boss. I mean, like, you shouldn't have to, obviously. So, but you don't want to go, hey, boss, um, I'm going to need Friday to some day off because I need an I mean, abortion. I guess because... At least you guys are, like, there was a piece in the New York Times today. Ooh, that martini looks delicious. Um, there was a piece in the New York Times today where they looked at all the big companies that are you know, claiming they're going to pay for people's abortions, and they're like, "How? What do you actually do for women?" Um, yeah, yeah, no, because everyone's been. I've seen all those. Like, I can't remember which. I mean, you surely remember that I know all those companies were coming out saying they would pay, and you're like, "Well, yeah, like, what actually is behind that? Like, are you good to your workers in general?" Like, I <laughs> need a ton of money to uh, anti-abortion. Um, politicians yes it turns out yep mm-hmm. oh wow so so anyhow but sam's company does not but i also feel like there's something not. i don't know like there should be it's good it should be normalized right like you should be able to tell your boss like yeah i'm taking the day yes. to get an abortion and your boss should be like cool whatever no big deal that's true i mean it's like it's, the it's, doctor. yes yes it's it's um it should be it shouldn't be a thing filled with shame it should just be a decision like a medical procedure that a woman wants to get yeah yeah just any normal medical procedure absolutely i mean it's definitely a good thing that you did that obviously sam like that's what it's just what everyone should do um just but i whatever anyway yes it's just shit it's just beyond shit um yeah i was um yeah what were you doing so you just I ate pizza. Yeah, that sounds... I actually wish someone had it. I had a weird thing. Well, first, before this all happened, um, I realized something was wrong with my dog's anal glands in the morning. I went, oh, no, that butt butt don't look right, you know? Um, (laughs) So I found out that we had to go to the vet. And then, like, Margie had upset the cone on her head. So then she's in the cone of shame. Meanwhile, so is the Supreme Court. You know, like, everyone, I was like, you all deserve the cone of shame. Like, um, but we, yeah, she had to get the, her anal glands expressed. Yeah, I was going to say, she should have expressed them right, right on Clarence Thomas's face. I know, right? <laughs> Let the juices flow. Uh, and so then I was upset in my own life about i don't like when dogs have to wear the cone of shame like i'm actually a bad owner like i go they don't really need to because i can't stand it and it makes me too sad yeah um but then i went to so i i went i went to the march or rally at uh washington square Mm -hmm. um but kind of right as I got there, I realized I didn't want to be there. Yeah. Uh, I went, oh, you know what? I don't think so. And it's like a weird kind of clash of people just being like, have an edible. You know, we're like, I'm I'm really sad. But like, like, like yeah. cry, uh, abortion. I heard they were booing Kathy Hochul, the governor. Um, yeah. So, wild scene i guess you know really it's it was so chaotic i couldn't even get anywhere and then like there were so many people giving a speech that you actually couldn't hear anyone really so it was i just kind of couldn't even hear much and and then i couldn't seem to see anything really and i so i just kind of like shed a bunch of tears and then looked at frank and i was like i don't want to be here 
who were the celeb sightings? I kept thinking Susan Sarandon must be here. Um, I think AOC, basically. Oh, sure. I think I'm sure. AOC. Yeah. Um, that makes sense. It was um, it was weird, and then there, and then there were like because it's like Washington Square Park. There were a ton of people that were just like really, really drugged out that were like not there for you know just kind of like the Washington Park people, and then they were like like throwing themselves on other people, and like that was uncomfortable. It was I don't know. It, it it didn't. It was, it was strange. Um, but then I had to go to. Um, and it was actually kind of a nice antidote to like go to this sort of like female comedy show instead because my friend um and actually old roommate brooke bundy um was in town and she's an actress actress uh as well as a burlesque damper dan damper wow that's a <laughs> dancer um and and the dancer at jumbo's uh clown house and uh, our clown room is it clown, clown room? room i, I think it is i don't have any it. of the words right tonight oh my god in la <laughs> she's an incredible dancer but she made like an indie pilot um about basically i would say pretty pretty much based on her life of like girl who wants to be an actress but moves to la and finds herself stripping instead of acting to make money mm -hmm. and um she was it's called almost already famous and like they had done like the la premiere already and they were doing the new york premiere at the roxy cinema on friday night but it was actually kind of i don't know everyone was like i mean it was a very sort of like women's women meeting up like women artist creators all being there and then we're all like really sad but then also kind of like oh i think kind of grateful to be in each other's um and with their energy and then like sarah sherman performed and ruby mccallister and um so it was like it was kind of nice to hear women's comedy about like you know about women it was that she was everyone kind of told specific comedy and stories about like their problems in the world of hollywood and stuff that's happened to them um so in a way it was it like even like after i mean it's such a dark day but it was um it was kind of i'm glad i mean brooke was like what a day for me to try to tell people to come to my show but i'm like well, <laughs> I, think, I think actually everyone was kind of like happy to be there yeah. Um, and so we went, and I had never been, I've never seen anything at the Roxy Cinema, like in the hotel. It's like at the basement has, I don't know. Have, have you guys been there? It, it's really pretty. It's like, it's very old school. I stole a cup. Um, I stole this cup because they gave you cocktails and like such a beautiful glass. Um, and then everyone was looking at each other after they were like, we're not giving this back. Right. <laughs> like, it, like, I'm not, and then I was telling everyone else to force it and they shove it in their bags. Um, so I took it of course. And then, um, I mean, we were, I don't know. I woke up extremely hungover. Um, I, we were out quite, quite late because it was kind of a lot of old, old slam dance friends that I hadn't seen in forever. And then I, you know, found myself at 3 a.m. trying to hail a cab. And the guy, no, taxi driver, the yellow cabs, they do not want to take you to Green. This guy, first, the first guy that stops, he goes, you going to Brooklyn? And I go, yeah, Greenpoint. And he goes, that's not Brooklyn. And then he sped off. And I was like, what? And then the next guy was the exact opposite. He honks and he goes, get in. Where are you going? I go, will you take me to Greenpoint? 
And he goes, he's laughing. He goes, I'll take you to Green Point, White Point, Blue Point, any point. Get in the car. And like, and then I was actually, he was like laughing to himself the whole ride home. And then I was checking the fare, and he's like, "Don't worry, it's about eight thousand dollars right now." And I was like, "All right, well, you're fine." <laughs> Take like, is... me to the place that I want to go. <laughs> <laughs> please, uh, please don't take me anywhere else other than Greenpoint. Um, but, but Frank and then, um, and it was a good lesson. And like, it, you know, Uber would have been sixty dollars, but a cab was twenty. And uh, oh let God. us not let us not forget yep. that yellow yellow cabs are better. They are. And we all know yeah. they're way better. Um, so, so yeah. I mean, I cr- I cried and was so sad, and obviously for the entire weekend, you know, like enraged. Um, but it was kind of nice to be amongst a bunch right, of like female comedians. Um, and I'm a little, I'm a, I'm quite grateful for it. But Derek, what did it, what was the vibe in LA? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like Friday was so depressing. I feel like I I just got back from visiting my family in Australia on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So I think I was just very grateful. I've had a, I was telling Hillary earlier, I'm having a really hard time like readjusting to like California time, like the time difference. So I've been Terrible. sleeping. So I will say I almost feel blessed because on Friday, I feel like, you know, <laughs> this sounds ignorant, but I feel like Hillary, you texted me that was sort of my wake up to what was going on. And I think I was, yeah. was still sort of tired enough that I just went back to sleep. And I sort you of went, I'm going to go to sleep in a world where it hasn't happened. Yeah. Yet. And then I, I think I woke up and I, I think I wasn't, it was like the afternoon at that point And then I just felt really shitty and just sort of had a really boring day. But I think the, 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 I guess prequel to this is Thursday night. I actually did something fun. So it's like, oh, I had to come before you. the shit, What'd I you guess. Do? What'd you do? Um, so I'm a huge fan of the Real Housewives, particularly of the Real Housewives of New York. And one of them, uh, Countess Luann, who oh was God. a real countess, not anymore. Um, she has a cabaret show that she sort of tours around with. And it was on Thursday night was, we were lit. I'm so grateful I didn't do it on, I was going to get tickets for Friday, but instead oh. me and some friends went on <laughs> yeah. Thursday. Cause I'm going to tell you right now, I, I don't think it. the, yeah, the energy would have been. It would have been a bit, a bit wrong. <laughs> a bit wrong. So yeah, thank God for that Thursday purchase those months ago. Um, but it was just honestly so good. I was, she's not a particularly heard- gifted singer, <laughs> but I mean, I had the time of my life. You, I, was, I mean, you were posting pictures saying, "I'm, I've, I'm going to meet God. I'm, I'm yeah, having a spiritual it, experience." I will say, I was very drunk. I have not been that drunk. <laughs> <laughs> you were happy um, before yes. we all knew we'd be unhappy. I thought she would be singing like her songs, and instead, a lot of it was just Fleetwood Mac covers, which <laughs> was, <laughs> was definitely something. <laughs> What's her name? Luann, Countess Luann Deliceps. Um, wow. But she, yeah. yeah, she started off on the show as this like prim, very like proper person. And then she basically just goes on this wild ride of like divorces, short lived marriages, assaulting a cop, arrests. Like oh. she's been through the ringer. And it's weirdly an inspirational sort of like arc in a way. But yeah, she's a cab racing her now. <laughs> Love that. I mean, we need pop culture. I know pop culture. I bless it. It's the thing that gets me through it. Yeah, we do. We do all desperately need pop culture. 
two things that sucked. The first thing that sucked is that the margaritas were $35 a margarita. So oh, stop it. <laughs> yes. What? So for me to get drunk, imagine how much I spent. Like I'm oh, oh, no, what happened? <laughs> millions of dollars in debt. <laughs> Um, $35? I mean, that's Broadway. That's like Broadway when a glass of wine is... This fun. wasn't Broadway, though. <laughs> like, I know. <laughs> but Lord knows she'd like it to be. Yeah. I will say the last little tidbit is there was a Q&A sort of like a part of the evening and the director was doing it and it, he was trying to wind the session down when some girl wanted to ask a question. And like the pure like rage he had, like he he let her ask the question, but it was like he prefaced it with that he would fucking stab her to death if it was not a good question wow. and it was awkward because instead of it being like a funny thing it was just he delivered it too seriously mm. and it, was like, <laughs> it had coke energy to be honest uh, <laughs> and then it was the shift though this is where it's gonna get crazy the girl did said i don't have a question and he looked like he was ready to kill her and then she instead said through right <laughs> i literally i'm like oh my god he's gonna do this and i i believe this energy that he will um and then instead she said it wasn't a question it was a shout out because she had met someone in the audience who had just beat cancer and mm -hmm. amazing yeah, but, that, that, yeah. disagree <laughs> can totally still stab <laughs> you can, I mean, honestly, it still wasn't kill a question. Him. Yeah, absolutely. Kill him. <laughs> yeah, I know this is a nice, heartwarming thing, but you gotta go. You gotta go. But what's so it. funny though is the director and Luann both like started salvaging, like like they just got they got so excited over something that they could use to like center themselves. Oh and yeah, so... they're like, and how do I, you know what? And to bring it back to me. Yes. Like... So Luann started saying how a lot of, she's gotten a lot of people through hard times. Oh, and the director runs to this cancer survivor to sort oh, of get wow. her to talk, but he's running so fast that he kicks a bunch of drinks in front of me. Not my drinks. I, I drank yeah. all my drinks. Not your drinks. <laughs> to be clear. <laughs> to be clear. And I was drenched in other people's alcohol. It was no. literally, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? It's like, we're not even halfway through this show. I don't know why the Q&A was the halfway point, but I'm now Wait, wait, no, 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 hold the phone. The Q&A was at a halfway point? <laughs> at a halfway point, if you can believe it. <laughs> what that's like we actually maybe don't have the rest of the show like like <laughs> maybe we could riff off of you yeah so basically it was such a wild great night and it was just i don't know it was just such a the waking up to what i woke up to was just such a, it was like night and day i guess it was just sort of I'm sure. so grateful that I could have one I fell asleep. innocent I, insanity. I fell asleep watching Law & Order SVU, you yeah. know, in a world where everyone's entitled to the survivors are getting all the help, you know, yeah. all the abortions. And I had watched Law & Order SVU all day. I was very deep in Mariska's world. And then that was also weird. I mean, we all have our reason why it was weird to wake up to, obviously. Yeah. But then I was like, I've just been in a lot of women's rights in my head. And then now, yeah. Um, so what'd you guys, so you guys, what'd you do Saturday then? Like, did you just find yourself just like trying to keep keep ahead of all the reporting or? What did we do Saturday? Hold on, I mean, I know you guys don't feel super well, but. Says everything that I've done on any given day. Yeah. Oh no, that wasn't the day you did all your activities. Similarly likes to hmm. like, you know, go on long bike rides and like do, you know, exert himself. 
to like deal with yeah, his nice. feelings. And I prefer mm-hmm. to stay on the couch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that. So now I'm, I have no recollection of what happened on Saturday, but on Sunday I laid on the couch all day and he went on this like very long involved activity day. And I was like, long involved. Wait, well, can, can can you can you tell us about all your activities? I wanna I, I wanna would, know. I would love to. Would be thank you. Great. I went on a long bike ride with my friend Brian, who goes on long bike rides, and I had never been on one, but I was like, whoever is fun. Like, how hard can it be? It was, uh, I could do it for sure. It was a hundred degrees, and I forgot. To it was very hot because he has a he leaves for the bike ride at seven a.m. And at seven a.m., I was just like lucky to like have pants on. <laughs> wait hold on where did the bike ride go well we started in like brooklyn and then we went up the west side highway and across the george washington bridge and up to the new york state line like with new jersey and there's like a little cafe where all the other dudes in the bike shorts go and- the, all the obvious bikers are there and you said you haven't done this before, like this? Yeah, right? I've never done it before. But he but bought a new bike why? for it. <laughs> you bought a bike for it? I mean, well, like, this I is have a big bike. moment. Like, I bike all the time. I have, like, a pixie, and I okay. get around the city. I've seen you on your normal, regular bike. Yeah, you knew about me. I knew about your your casual biking around Brooklyn. Habits. Anyway, I was like, whatever. It's like, this is easier. This bike has gears, and, like, it's mm. got nice tires, and it's whatever. And like, there's all these old people that do it and like other people that seem less cool than me. <laughs> and uh, no, turns out like they're qualified to do it and maybe have like practiced and thought. <laughs> I'm just impressed that you did it though. I feel like, I mean, I don't bike at all, but I, I would be dead. I feel like I couldn't do it. You know, it was rough. And then I, went, <laughs> and then I had this plan that I was gonna meet my brother who lives uptown and we were going to go to the mm-hmm. screening of uh indiana jones or sorry raiders of the lost ark nice uh-huh. that was hosted by lynn when lynn manuel miranda and steven spielberg wait okay. i mean that, oh well, that's fun <laughs> yeah see cool activity yeah. right yes very cool activity anyway so yeah then i after my 50 mile bike ride i dragged <laughs> myself to this other activity I mean, did you have to keep stopping for more water? How much water did you have on you? Like a lot. Like yeah. The, okay, because it was so hot. And then you want to drink them because, like, you have to carry them and they're in your backpack. Where and do you heavy. go through? Yeah, they're getting heavy. Yeah. Sweat it all out. I didn't even like. You didn't even no. Yeah, you don't even have to pee, water, right? Yeah, you're like, what is what is pee? We don't. I don't. Who who needs? I was nothing. worried about the same thing. I was like, where am I going to pee? Didn't even have to pee. Mm-hmm. It was like Didn't even have hours. to pee. Hmm. The body's a fascinating organism, huh? Wild, wild shit. <laughs> but anyway, when I went to, I did have to pee when I went to the Indiana Jones movie and they had made this immersive experience. Well, they had touted an immersive experience, okay. which like meant, it, when you walked in, there was like people in like 30s garb. Oh, they committed. They committed to the cause. Yeah, yeah. some cosplay stuff, and like, and then you went in the bathroom, and there was like tiny little plastic fake like snakes on the urinals. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they really went for it. That is hyper specific, and I guess like 
Somebody got paid well to do it. I'm changed out of his bike shorts before going to this event. Disgusting. Yeah. Like, how did they get Spielberg? I, oh, I wonder that. Hey, Spielberg, guess- come up to 181st Street on the 95 degree day of Pride. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's also and Pride. Q and A. Yeah. Manuel Miranda. Like Lin Manuel well, lives like on the block, so like whatever. He- I think that it, it must have been Lin Manuel. Yeah, but, like Lin can make that call. He's like Steve. Steve, come on! I need you tonight. I need you, buddy. Years. It's your jam. What yeah. are you doing this afternoon? <laughs> Steve, you busy? I'm so jealous though. Raiders is like literally, it's such a good movie. And Marianne is like one of my favorite characters of anything ever. I love her so much. Yeah, she cares. It was, what it was, was the theater? It was Wait, where was it? It was at this place called the United Palace, which is like this beautiful, big, old timey, like theater, theater, movie theater. At wow. It's 180th, 179th and Broadway. Cool. And it's like, you know, whatever. It's like, super elegant and like everything's made of gold and there's like seats 5,000 people or something something like 5,000 <laughs> I wish I had known about this when I lived in New York it sounds awesome I've never I didn't know about it either that sounds really nice um yeah anyway it was dope it does sound sounds, <laughs> air dope. Conditioning sounds too. dope air conditioning is key what outfit did you change into I Great wore, question, Hillary. Yeah, in fact, I, wore, I did not. I wore shorts and a t-shirt and mm-hmm. an Indiana Jones adjacent hat that my brother had sure. at his house. Sure. Okay, and then what outfit did Joe wear? He also wore shorts and a t-shirt, t-shirt and an Indiana Jones adjacent hat. Okay, nice. so classic brothers twinsies. Yeah, two guys. He had the Indiana Jones hat. I don't know if you remember the um Raiders of the Lost Ark but there's like Indiana Jones who's like the good archaeologist and then there's like this French villain archaeologist sure sure and of course the Jones wears like a leather kind of like cowboy hat and the villain this French guy wears like a sort of more of like a straw boater and it just okay. happened that my brother had both a leather Indiana Jones hat and a straw boater so we were kind of like fucking prepared huh? covering both I love it as some people but we were more prepared than others. Sure. <laughs> That's a good spot to be in. You know, you don't want to, you that's don't want to be spot. the least prepared person there. Cause mm-hmm. that's pretty embarrassing. Right. Um, that sounds like a lot of fun. There were a, and, lot of um, kids, there were a lot of like young teenage girls there who clearly were just there to see Lin Manuel Miranda. <laughs> yeah. They're like, we don't know the film. Like we don't, we don't know it. Screaming at an octave. You know, like the octave that like little, like young yes. girls can scream. It's like, how do you make that? Happen? It's it's the Beatles. It's like the Beatles. The Beatles scream. The Elvis scream. The yes. the, the American bandstand. Yeah, I was with my brother who lives, and I was like, what is going on? And she, he was like, you don't understand. Like Lin Manuel. Lin Manuel is a god. <laughs> I'm sure he. I I um. I didn't realize he skewed that young, but I guess it does make sense. I think in Washington Heights, it's like if you're yeah. Miranda, like you're basically like Obama. Yeah, you're hot as you. I mean, he's he's hot. You know what are you gonna do? That's like he's hot and he's doing stuff. People are gonna be into it. Um, 
But good for him. We need him probably. Yeah, I think so. that's Spielberg's number. Like, good for Flynn. Yeah, powerful. I think of him as one of the more powerful men. And I mean, did he? Does he have the egot yet? Right? Oh, does oh, he? My I, God, I, don't I don't remember. Know. I feel like he should. I'm, I'm like, if he doesn't, he he's only one away. But I yeah. was thinking that he does have it. But maybe he doesn't. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm wrong. Um. And Jessica, so you were just laying, yeah. I think I well, so I started to feel a little sick. I was supposed to go to the dike march with my friend. I started feeling sick, and that anyway, so many things happened this weekend. By the way, so much. Everything. I know. <laughs> um, but list them out. I yeah. I mean, we lost our bodily autonomy. Yep. Yep. Number one. Celebrated pride. Yeah. Um, Sam went to a. There was some big Raiders of the Lost Ark event. Um, what else happened this weekend? Anyway, I so basically, I mean, I think I just doom scrolled all weekend. Sure. I mean, it was impossible to not. Yeah. Um, and then I, yeah, and then I started feeling sick, um, which isn't COVID somehow, but some other flu. Sort of. Um, and uh, and here, here we are. And here we are. <laughs> The funny thing is I'm supposed to be I'm working on this story about fun right now. What is fun? What happened? Um, and so I've been like, yeah, I have a fun coach, a psychologist. Point. I don't know that he knows he's my fun coach, but I have a point to him. Yeah. Um, you look at him that way. Okay. Yeah. Basically, we were like, you know, pre-row. <laughs> Uh, Dobbs case, we were like, what? Like, nobody has fun anymore. It's like, you know, obviously the pandemic, but now it's like everything's so horrible in the world that even if you do have one little shred of fun, like you feel guilty about it, you don't want to talk about yeah. it. You want to- <laughs> like, don't tell anyone I had a good time. <laughs> exactly. Is- also, like, you know, Gen Z is like healthy and doesn't drink. Like, they're not like being debaucherous. Everyone's into wellness. Like, do you know about this? very strange sect of people maybe specifically in brooklyn or is it just an annoying thing that gen z and millennials are doing the number of people i have met lately out in the world strangers they go oh i'm sober and they're not no they're not they're lying yeah california sober right what does that mean it means you you do pot and stuff but you don't like drink like, but I'm hearing it, but like they're doing other. It's not. It's it's, alcohol. it's utter bullshit. Yeah. Well, because they're saying they're sober, and then like next thing I know, one guy literally was like, "Well, I'm sober right now," and then he sipped his wine, and I went, "You're <laughs> oh yeah, of course you're sober." Interesting. Like, what does this word mean to you? And is it <laughs> a word that's like. And then it's like, it's like a virtue signaling word. You're like, I'm, I mean, it obviously is in so many ways. It is a virtue signaling. I mean, like, I don't care if people are sober, like be sober. What do I, I don't care. But like, it's not saying you're sober and then smoking and then doing this and then doing that. And then I guess shut, it feels so Brooklyn right now to be like, I'm sober. And then they're doing Coke. You know, like, well, I don't, you know, like I eat vegan, like I eat, I eat (laughs) vegan and I do Coke. You know, like I'm like, look at me taking care of myself. <laughs> I um, love that. And Brooklyn's sober. Yeah, Brooklyn's yeah. sober. I love it. Art Brooklyn. <laughs> 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 I, 
it's um it's been fascinating i don't know it's it's like come up a lot recently i've met people at parties or whatever that i like are, are saying that we're sober in a really wild new way <laughs> um but but to bring it back to what you said fun it is wild. i mean i i know very few um gen zers so i don't know what they're doing but i have heard they're doing less they're not having fun because they're worried about the world also um yeah i mean they're not even having sex right that's like the whole thing no and i don't i mean maybe nobody's having sex certainly not people that have (laughs) stuck at home with their partners for (laughs) (laughs) you want me to have sex with you (laughs) but, but yeah it's like Anyway, so I'm supposed to, I'm keeping this fun diary. I mean, the funny thing about all this is I'm keeping this fun diary, but it's like the most boring <laughs> thing ever. Oh my God. I would boring. love to know what in your, what in your fun diary this weekend. <laughs> um, I just, I mean, the, this is just phase one of my experiment, but I'm just tracking what I normally do. And then I'm reading it on all these scales to see like how fun it was. And then phase two will be actually attempting to do fun things um okay there's no like universal definition of fun either oh sorry there's charlie in the background charles it's okay um no there is no universal i mean Um, but there but it's interesting because there is and this is why we're doing the story there's a connection between fun and happiness so like we should like we're not a culture that you know makes fun something that we should aspire to i don't think but maybe we should we should be though. No, we should be because, um, as they say in Legally Blonde, endorphins make you happy, and happy people don't kill their husbands. <laughs> exactly. I um, but you need. I. 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 I mean, I. And I think this is many people's phrase. Like, it's not unique to like my mom was like my my dad always told me you always need to have something to look forward to. But it's so true because like so true. for me. If I don't like have something on the, if it's something that week or something like I need something to hold on to that's like gonna be a good time because, especially in these past few years, like holy fuck, like I I even if it's like Kelsey's gonna come over and we're gonna watch Law and Order all day, I got that to me so fun like. (laughs) Um, but but it you it is connected to happiness. I mean, I it. Feels obvious, but maybe it's not. You know, like maybe it needs to be talked about more. I mean, that'll be the. I'll, I'll let you know what I find. Um, I can't wait to hear. So far, I feel like I'm pretty much failing the fun experiment because nothing is. Sure, sure. A bad week to start. <laughs> a bad week to really start. I mean, you're also it. sick. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then after this weekend, I just sort of gave up. Like I stopped even tracking my fun. Anyway, I got to talk to my fun coach about it. I need. I clearly. You do need to talk to your fun coach. I want. (laughs) I want to start calling my therapist my fun coach as well. You should. I think it's a phrase. It's a phrase to be adopted, um, Mm. and to to put to get that in Urban Dictionary as like a a synonym. A synonym to therapist is actually fun coach, not life coach, because that's different. Um, But. Saturday, so I woke up to like text from my sister. I mean, obviously on the phone with like every woman I know this weekend. And my sister is a nurse in Idaho. And she is, I'm like, I, you know, we, I live in New York, we, you know, we live in New York or California and like 
not a trigger state, not, you know, like, you know, rights will we assume, assume rights within our state will be protected. Um, but my sister, not only just living in Idaho, but working as a nurse in a hospital. I mean, she's like so freaked out, scared, doesn't know what's coming for her and was sending me a lot of messages about like, I, I ethically don't know how to continue, like, like, you know, like, you know, what, what if a woman and they will, of course, woman walks in with an ectopic pregnancy and like the, and we're not supposed, you know, like within her life is at risk. Is there's so many obvious, obviously we know reasons, let alone just wanting an abortion, but quite literally needing one. And, um, and that the hospital was trying to figure out what they're allowed to tell their staff, but then telling their staff, but we can't be above the law, but we want to protect you. And like feeling she's like, so confused and scared. And then I was just texting her. I was like, I just can't even, I'm so mad that you even have to deal with this. Like, I'm so yeah. mad that like you are a nurse and you shouldn't even have to, it's just questions. I mean, questions that I don't, like I, and my cartoonist, I don't have to wonder if I'm going to be in charge of someone else's life. But my sister, oh, anyways, it just, uh, it broke my heart, you know, and my heart's already broken in a million pieces. But hearing that from her, it was just so sad um she's just a general i mean she's worked for years um she was in san francisco forever before her husband's company moved they had to move the family out to just uh near boise and um but she always worked on the post-op floor but she's the head nurse now like she's just kind of like now she's like um she's kind of a charge nurse um so she oversees a lot and um it's like her job definition just changed. Like, well, it just sucks uh, too. Cause it's like, these are the people who have already had, we've put so much through them in terms of COVID. I know. That now it's like, great. Well, here's another part of your job that you're going to have to be the face of, you know, I just, right. Sucks. And then you don't want to like, you're like, I didn't sign up for Like, I don't yeah. want right. to, this isn't, it's not what I believe in too. I, you know, and I was seeing, um, I saw that message being passed around on Instagram yesterday of like, there was a nurse writing in, it got shared quite widely. I don't know who wrote it, but like a nurse that it's already happened where like, or maybe it was, it, she must've been in Texas, but like that the ectopic uh, pregnancy came in and that they had to get on the phone with a lawyer and go through hours and hours as this woman's like getting close in the, and then it ruptured. And then this woman's, you know, her uterus pulling with blood. And like, then there's still like a question of how do they say, you know, like, this, you know, oh, just infuriating, infuriating, horrifying. Um, but, uh, I, but my sister, she's just, you know, she's an RN. Um, and I mean, she's a liberal, you know, she's a liberal in Idaho, which is already, you know, hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> Let alone with just like the Trump flags flying everywhere. Um, so like that, I just, my heart goes to her, obviously obviously um but so i mean i mean i saturday wildly hungover um extremely more hungover than i've been in a long time so much that i woke up and cracked open a diet coke and then immediately once i drank it and frank and i were like driving because i'm leaving new york for several months um and so i was having i'd already planned to like have a barbecue that day to like say goodbye to people for a while and um and so we I were on our way 
I'm going, I'm going to California for a while, um, until the fall I'm teaching, I'm teaching summer camps, very fun in Northern California. I'm That's teaching cool. art. I'm super excited. I'm teaching a zine making class, um, okay. for teens and I'm teaching a stop motion camp. Cool. Um, it all instant and in, yeah, and where so it's it's nice way to have like a paid vacation home too. And I'm taking Margie, mm. and, and I'm leaving New York, and I'm gonna Margie's gonna be in a pool for the rest of the summer. And then um, I'm also like a ton of my cousins are getting married, so I was just trying to work it out that I didn't have to keep flying back and forth because every one of my cousins decided to get married this summer, um, which was cute of them, cute. It, my mom says we all need to go fund me, but, um, but, <laughs> but I had my first diet Coke and then Frank and I had to go to stop by home Depot to get like, uh, oil, oil, or whatever it is you need for the grill. And, um, and then I found myself in a Chipotle getting another diet Coke. And I was like, but this one's about, and I don't know, like I have, I kicked my diet Coke addiction in college. Now it's only a once in a while thing, but I Except had two diet cokes. Yes, I had two <laughs> diet cokes kind of within moments of each other. Like I was like, I actually I can't believe how much I drank last night. Like knowing I was gonna have a huge party today, um, but but I did I did that, and they were very good. Um, and I I really I did love my diet cokes, um, but. What was I gonna say? I mean, I also got my. Oh, this was my weird thing. I got my period on Saturday morning, and um, I had a really strange, weird moment with myself in the bathroom, staring at my period blood and like mm -hmm. thinking about Roe v. Wait, I was like, <laughs> "This is different in this context." <laughs> it really was. It was wild. <laughs> like I'm sitting, and it was like. <laughs> This is graphic. Okay, ready? <laughs> I mean, it was like the like the thick, gross period blood that's like really dark and strange. And I was like moving it around in the toilet paper. <laughs> and then I just kept I came out of the bathroom looking at Frank and I was like, the government cares about this. And I was so I was like, I don't understand. And but I I had it felt like a weird existential moment with my own period blood. Oh, God, maybe you need to do a performance art piece it oh sounds God, like please. i do it sounds like i do the puppets i think i'm gonna smear it all over um <laughs> we'll bring back me and derek did solo performance in college so we'll really just like bring, we'll bring oh back our um, I love. our big skills um our performing <laughs> skills as beautiful solo artists <laughs> powerful statements um <laughs> god no it was it was weird that felt really strange and weird um, but I had like a cute outfit to wear and I, that I had just bought a new outfit. And then like, so that was like my only exciting thing of the day to be like, well, I guess I have new clothes. Um, so I'm seven, you know, I feel 17. Um, but we, we had, I mean, I did have, I did, I mean, it was kind of nice again. All my friends came over and we're all like screaming at, you know, screaming at each other about the Supreme court, but it was nice to have everyone over. Um, and the thing that happened though was, my friend Hillary Seeley said, what can I bring? And I know she's so good at making salads. I go, oh my God, bring one of your like famously beautiful, amazing, truly gorgeous salads. She brings it. She brings all these vegetables, uh, kale, all this stuff, makes this gorgeous salad in a huge, huge bowl. It's, you've never seen a salad like this. And there's so much, and Frank made an uh, incredible, all this food, 
and it's and it's also a million degrees outside and we're in the backyard and then everyone has had like a bite of the salad and then I reach over to get it and when I pick it up I drop it <gasps> oh my god uh-huh okay you guys I drop it it bounces off the table fully flips over and onto the ground and um oh. did you pick did yeah you, you picked it up yeah. and ate it right yeah i mean that's the way yeah no, we got some of it but margie came in real fast to get that oh. salad and um and then i was trying to get the top of like what wasn't on the cement and i think i got some of it but i just was like so horrified i was like like when she was and she was like no it's so fun this is very funny that this happened like please get over it and the whole night i kept going like you guys i spilled the salad <laughs> i just yeah. hated myself That's i mean metaphor yeah <laughs> i spilled the salad it felt like a lot it felt like um i don't know what it felt like but it felt like i, kept, I was like i'll never i'll never forget it and i'll never live it down the way i spilled the most beautiful salad um but i think everyone at least had had some of it already but there was still so much left but margie i mean she's been pooping beautiful green poops obviously because she ate a lot of salad and i'm, <laughs> I'm lucky to have a dog that loves vegetables so much um <laughs> But the only other thing that happened that night was, I mean, it was, you know, a nice day outside, but like, I, I didn't know about this. My friend Alicia was telling us about the conspiracy theory that Avril Lavigne is dead. Do we oh, know yeah. this? God, I don't know about this one. Okay. Okay. Derek, you know. I have heard, and I, I feel like it's murky. Is it? It's very murky. Yeah. Don't they think that another celebrity has like. Yes. Not yeah, a celebrity, her you body say. double. Okay, this is what oh. Alicia has told us. She says that basically when Avril Lavigne's first um, album came out, her in the middle of it, her dad dies, and um, she became extremely depressed and couldn't cope with it and then couldn't cope with the all this newfound fame and her being very young. So first it was like... In, Alicia was saying that this is very normal that young celebrities have body doubles to attend social events that they don't feel like they're up to. Oh, and I said I didn't know that. And I once met the. Can neither. Uh, where do you find these body doubles? I know. Can I get one? <laughs> oh my God, imagine what we could have done this weekend. I know. I could have done everything. I know. You could have sent your body double out to see all your I friends send and my done all the marches. 50 miles while I hung out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going, but my body double will be attending. But, I mean, the only time it made me think, I was like, okay, the movie Dave, obviously, Kevin Klein needs, as the president, needs Kevin Klein, other Kevin Klein to come be the president and not a teacher in a small town or whatever he is. I know that's, no, he's just a politician or something, right? I don't know. But she says that, so first, like, Avril Lavigne starts having this body double. I think her name is Melissa. And Melissa attends events and other stuff. And then, but then Avril Lavigne commits suicide. Oh, my God. That's what they say, that she was so distraught over her father's death that okay. she commits so now suicide. So then, but she would, but because she became so famous and the records making labels making so much money off her, 
Melissa steps in and becomes Avril. And that's this the conspiracy not theory. similar to that Lady Gaga conspiracy theory. Okay, I don't know that one. I don't know, I don't that, know one that one. Which is that there was another Lady Gaga woman mm-hmm. who actually commits suicide, I think. And Lady Gaga just sort of stepped in and took all of her songs and her persona and whatever. And now this woman's, uh, none of this is verified. I should state as a joke. <laughs> oh, of yeah. course. And neither, nothing I said is verified but at all. I think the the woman's mother um, has sort of spoken out about how Lady Gaga kind of stole her daughter's like vibe. Wait, oh the mother did speak out? That is real. The mother has said some things, but not saying that, like, Lady Gaga. I think it's devolved into, like, Lady Gaga killed this woman or whatever. Um, yeah. But there's oh all these two, like, mashups of, like, Lady Gaga talking about this woman. I forget what her name is, but this was back before Lady Gaga was Lady Gaga. Um, okay. And this woman, her whole persona, she was, like, a young singer in New York, and her whole persona was, like, taking on these different identities as Lady Gaga uh-huh. Yes. Um, and and she was also you know depressed and struggling. Um, uh-huh. And when she died, um, you know, Lady Gaga sort of took on her brand, if you will. It's wild, though, like that. There's already a multiple. There's multiple conspiracy theories about a pop star. Well, I mean, let's over. let's not forget that Katy Perry is supposedly John Benet, right? Oh my god! Have you heard I that one? <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Now, who started that one? I, I don't even know the details of that one because I can't imagine the hoops that you would have yeah. to jump through mentally. The crazy thing is, like, they're very believable. <laughs> oh, East, I mean, the, Alicia starts telling me this, and I go, all right, I get it. Like, I'm like, okay, <laughs> sure. She's like, yeah, yeah, the second album, there's multiple songs in the second album that allude to the, the fact that Avril's dead. Yeah, well, and then there's, like, mashups on TikTok. Anyway, the people churning out the conspiracy theories are very effective. It turns They're very powerful people. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you don't have the media literacy to know, it's, it's easy uh, to not... Maybe it's all text. just QAnon. Yeah. It's all Q, as they say. So that was a wild one to hear. Um, and I, because I was playing a lot of old Avril at the party. Mm, love that. After I spilled the salad, you know, and, um, and then she, I heard this and then I, and then I felt sad. And then she was like, see, there's these photos where they say that all of Avril's birthmarks have moved around and like her nose is a little different. But I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> But Google it, everyone. Yeah. Google it. What do we think? We're what do we we not we don't know. We should do a poll on our Instagram. And and maybe is is has maybe literally every pop star died and been taken over. Well, you know, like and I was like, this is so Josie and the Pussycats. Like this is like Parker Posey yeah. is doing this to the world, this and she's also trying to sell us Coca Cola. Oh, this goes way back. But it must have had the Avril thing. Yeah. They're saying it's like that this Melissa person has been there since like forever. Got it, got it, got it. Um, so there's a lot. And like, and then I go, well, who's Melissa to just be like, I just took over. And then like, doesn't Melissa have her own family? Like what? The internet wouldn't some, is wild. Yeah. So the internet <laughs> is wild. And that's true. But isn't um, celebrating like the 20th anniversary of the early Avril album? Or something. Oh my god. Aren't we? 
I think I so because I, I I've seen some stuff about right? that. Skater ball. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Very God, twenty for that. years. It's Maybe like it's very devastating to us. Profile. It's time for the Avril profile. Yeah. I think we absolutely need someone needs to make this documentary now because we go. Avril. Are you real? <laughs> and then apparently Avril has spoke out and has like said that's dumb. But then everyone's like, that's exactly what what she said. would say. Yeah. Yes. Like, <laughs> um. Um, okay, I'm, in, I'm interested. Um, absolutely, absolutely intrigued and want to know more and wish there was a better article to click on other than like this. Uh, there was only weird strain and like the photos, the only photos you could find of people trying to do like a comparison are like really like low grade photos. You're like, well, no, that's not, you can't. That's like, cheating. I'm doing Avril. What does she do? I don't know. Huh. I heard she Avril had, music Avril had a brand new song this year. Oh, yeah. Oh. There mm -hmm. must have been stories about her. Okay, well, anyway, no. I'm gonna go down the rabbit hole. Um, <laughs> Derek, do you have anything else to tell us? Was no, you, you were? Did you I work this weekend? I didn't, but I'll consolidate my Saturday and Sunday just because it was a lot of doom scrolling for me as well, and sure. sleeping in because of the time yeah. difference. Um, on Saturday, I mostly just did something I haven't done in a while, which is just read a book. Um, Look at you. I know, shockingly, I'm a very cultural person now. Oh, um, <laughs> um, this uh, gay writer who I really love, Ryan O'Connell, his like debut like fiction book came out. Um, it's called Just By Looking At Him. And I've been sort of like just reading that nonstop. It's really great. Yeah? Um, yeah, it's really good. It's sort of um, autobiographical-ish, I guess, sort of like you were saying with Bruce. Yeah. Um, in that it's it's basically it's about a gay tv writer who has cerebral palsy so oh, it's just okay. really good i really love it awesome. highly recommend very funny mm -hmm. and then that night saturday night i went to see the black phone because is you know, it any good because I, I i'm i was i didn't know if i wanted to see it i didn't know if i wanted to see it either alex did i feel like well i was sort of of the belief where like the weekend's depressing enough let's just throw in a child serial killer like sure let's watch maybe a bad let's do it if, yeah let's do it now <laughs> yes but i feel like i have i didn't love that i think the writer um director um did sinister which i thought was sort of an overrated movie whereas alex my husband loved it i do so like we, sinister <laughs> so but uh, this might change how you're gonna think of the black phone though because i feel like we went in I was very skeptical. Alex was really excited. And okay. I think we left with the polar opposite. Like, I actually liked it a lot you more than I thought it? I would. And he hated it. So, oh. yeah. I will say I don't think it really did enough with the concept. Um, but it, the it was fun. The concept alone, I was like, ugh. Like, yeah. Are you going to pick up the phone? Like, I don't care. I almost feel like a better version of it in a way was this movie i think i recommended it to you hillary i don't know if anyone else has seen it fresh on um hulu you just it's said i of, watched it yeah it's that whole idea of like learning from the victims that have come before you you know mm -hmm. i think it's really mm -hmm. to me an interesting thing um but yeah i felt yeah it's important I, I, horror. yeah yeah i liked mm -hmm. this movie more than i thought i was going to but it's still not like i wouldn't rush out to see it at the same i might see uh, it now actually though that would okay, be good. fascinating because i'm so i really sh i want to watch fresh on Hulu. fresh is so good honestly highly highly recommend Amazing. maybe i'll watch, Wait, it I, watch it. I actually i watched um shit. what's it called uh now i can't Something. remember the name of any of the things 
what what what's in yeah. it what describe it to I us i didn't want to describe it in this way but it's about the older woman who hires the sex the young sex worker oh, oh what, yeah oh, the one with um uh. good luck somebody yeah. it's like, um it's yeah. um, his his sex mm, worker. and what is it called and it's it's the woman is it good love. <laughs> and i can't remember her name right now it's just so, fun like i read about it there was a profile wait all right what's the act hold on i have to Look this up. But there's some like it's you know it's what's her face as I like to yeah I'm like um, I'm forgetting the actress Black name Leo I'm forgetting Graham. the movie title. <laughs> Black Leo Grand, um, and there it is. Uh, hold on. Oh Emma Thompson, duh. Okay, there it is. There it is, Emma. Okay. Oh Emma Thompson is amazing, and so I had read about the film, and I had read an interview with the director, and I had read the profile of her where she talks about getting nude at age 66 or whatever she is mm -hmm. and how that was mm -hmm. wild and anyway just the concept was was cool um and i feel like there's no spoilers because the whole thing takes nah. <laughs> it's been out for a while too yeah. yeah it has so um i don't know i like i liked the idea of it and so i started watching it sam was this is when sam was on his activity and i was on the couch um mm -hmm. And I, I was like, I'm going to get through this thing because it is fucked up for me to feel uncomfortable at watching this woman who is older um, mm. having, like, very awkward sexual encounters with this much male sex worker. Um, mm -hmm. And so I did. Um, but it was interesting to clock my own discomfort. You go, oh, oh I'm, I'm having, I'm having I'm my own. I'm the reason this exists. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and it, it all takes place in the same hotel room. So it's like, there's no other scenes. Like that is, okay. that's, it. that's mm -hmm. what it is. That's what you get. I mean, it's basically a play at that point. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I've heard really raving reviews. I I've been wanting to watch it. I mean, and nothing else like that exists. Yeah. And yeah. That like, that's part of what makes it, um, interesting. And mm -hmm. yeah. And yeah, it's like, that concept to be able to do that in large scale form on film is is great. I'm definitely going to see that now. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm curious. Hulu Hulu is and killing it. Yes. <laughs> the guy I like every Leo Grand um, is amazing and very attractive. Uh huh. Ooh. Sure. Daryl. Of course. No, I, I I just saw the cover and I said that sounds like <laughs> a good movie for me. You know, I'd like to watch that. Yeah. I love Emma Thompson. Yeah, she's so good. Amazing. And then she fully she gets nude at the end. Like she looks at herself in the mirror solo at the end, um, mm -hmm. nude, and it's like sad how radical that is. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Nice to see a woman's body at that age. That sounds very powerful. I like it. I like it, and I'm gonna watch it. Um, I feel like there are so many roles in film this year for older women and it's really cool yeah that is exciting it's just like well, like the law not i mean not when i say older not that old yeah but like <laughs> you know <laughs> but you know older for hollywood because like yeah. the lost daughter and like mm -hmm. um i'm now i'm gonna blank on all these other movies that I, was I mean halloween ends yeah um and oh oh um everything everywhere all at once i was like incredible yes. this oh woman you know 
So it's, I feel like this year there's kind of marked a moment of a lot more lead, lead roles of older women and not in like a grandma position, you know, not in like a mother. I mean, lost daughter is mother, but there, there's still like uh, elements of sexuality and individuality and, and, and um, living for themselves. Um, and that's, and that's great. I watched Sunday night. We ended Sunday. I mean, I went to, I, yet another barbecue on Sunday and I actually (laughs) made a friend at a dog park who invited me to a and I've never crossed those boundaries before in my life I I've never gone from I talk to you at the dog park to I talk to you in your home (laughs) um so I did that and and then Margie and the dog totally fucked up their backyard and I thought wow I hope she doesn't hate me um, but she has a crazy dog too. Like if you have a crazy dog too, like it's not my fault, you know, like you, your dog was a part of it. Um, so if she's listening, sorry, sorry about your plants, <laughs> um, but they had fun and no, but then we came back after that and then, um, watched the end of Barry. Oh, I haven't started this season yet. I'm oh so my excited. God. This season is some of the best writing actually ever I, I it's 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 absolutely incredible um and that's what i'll just say about that and it's really good and you should watch it because it's, it's, it's the way it ends too uh, frank went that can't be the last episode i was like oh that's the last episode like you can't go on from there like that's it buddy you ain't getting no more but i just i love i love that show it's so cool and like it's so different and so deeply funny watching murderers like have the silliest lie it's like it's a very silly show, even for what it's about. Um, but we did that, and then that was the whole weekend, I guess. I guess, like, that's 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 everything. I mean, I normally, at the end of each episode, we go, how do you guys rate your weekends? And uh, this is an I don't even want to ask it. <laughs> Fun diary. <laughs> like, on a scale of 1 to 10, we rate? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, this one, well, maybe yours was kind of good, even mm-hmm. in spite of everything. I mean, I, think- I feel like you can rate your personal weekend and then obviously the work and like the world's weekend. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah, like the world is a zero, and that's the world for sure had a zero <laughs> down. Um, yeah, so how would you rate yours? I was like, Frozen. I, despite like I cried a lot and I felt rage and, and a lot of, uh, depression but then I was very happy to like have my friends over on on Saturday so like I don't know when you balance that out I guess it's probably gonna have to come to a five like I'm like <laughs> when I take but I take everything into account um and no one take offense to this it's not that I didn't have fun with you this weekend but we're all we're all really sad <laughs> what about you Derek I mean, I think my, I, I will say if I can include the high of Thursday, I think I'd probably yes, be like a 7.5. Yes, and that probably trailed over for you. Okay. Okay. Yeah, maybe a wow. 7.5, but take out wow. Thursday and it would be a pretty dark uh, <laughs> outlook. Sam? I don't know. I guess mine was a 5. So I'm okay. glad Brian saw Spielberg. It was chill, but also it was Thanks. real hot. Yeah, it was super hot in New York. No, I was like, like a a little taking on sunscreen. It was very, it was the oppressive heat. I caught a little. We got out. That was cool too. 
maybe a six for me. That's great. Yeah, personal six, oh world zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mine was probably like a three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that checks out that checks out um well i think this is a, a, a personal low in the world this is a huge <laughs> this is a huge low point um yeah. and and that's why we say every weekend's different yeah. <laughs> every weekend's different but also it's okay to have fun even when the world is horrible no, and that's true. Well, I mean, you do have to go. Okay, I have to be alive still, so I have to cope. I have to cope and get through. Yeah, my friend you know. specific. I was like, but how can anyone? Have, this was like before this time, even. I was like, but like Ukraine and like whatever. And he was like, Oh my god, I know. Ukraine. They are trying to create play activities for kids, and it's not mm-hmm. going to solve the problem in the long run. But for a moment, it will give them a little bit of levity maybe and that can be healthy for people it's true you need a moment to get through i always think of like during like when i mean there's fires every year in my hometown but like when there was the really 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 bad fires like four years ago it's like all you you have to entertain the children like you just said like you like you're still like the everything around us is burning down but like the kids need something so right it's weird it's one of those weird um well, that's just like the weird, weird parts of humanity, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Well, I think um, we're also maybe better fighters if we sort of can look after ourselves in some way. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Dark, profound. <laughs> what's the What's the Robin Williams movie where he like how he says he has a radio in World War Two? Oh, is it Good Morning? No, Vietnam? not Good Morning no. Vietnam. No, okay. no, that's that's a Vietnam movie. It's called like Jacob's Radio. Anyways, okay, never mind. That's I gotta go a whole other topic. Thank you guys so much for coming on tonight. I mean, uh, listeners, if I, I mean, obviously, all of Jessica's work is worth reading. Um, if you haven't read Feminist Fight Club yet, do that and um, check out all of her work. But most importantly, I just think that her new newsletter. Wait, really? <laughs> on um i love the title so much but on bulletin um for me so far has been a worthy subscription and i know we all don't want to like be flooding our inboxes with yet another thing that's gonna like you know show up in your inbox but everything that you have been writing i have found poignant helpful interesting um conversation worthy and you know let alone just the stuff you were just writing about in the amber heard and um i just really appreciated um the stuff that you've been curating on there so i highly recommend it you guys um yeah and uh and maybe you'll just like see sam and charlie you know riding a bike and then you'll go hey there they are charles does run bike with me of course he does that's loud. On the bike. If I see you on a motorcycle, I'm gonna get very upset. Um, no, but I'm I'm kidding. Um, but I, thank you guys for coming on. It was it was really nice to talk to you. And um, and I'm sorry on behalf of the Supreme Court. I'm sorry we had a bad weekend. <laughs> That's okay. It's um it's not your fault. 
Um, oh. Thank you for having us. Um, and Derek, I hope we can hang sometime. Yes, I oh, hope yeah. so too. I hope you feel better. I will say <laughs> shout out. I have loved your opinion pieces with the Amber Heard stuff. It was so good, honestly. I'm like, it's, it's nice to see some like actual, like normal, like response, I think to that. So I oh appreciated it a lot. That trial had me loosing yeah. my mind. Yeah, but it almost seems so fun and quaint now. Yeah, Absolutely. True. It was mere weeks ago we watched Amber Heard get ruined, shredded to pieces. And now it's like, oh, that was like a, a whatever thing that happened. Um, um, she lives in Yucca Valley. Uh, really? You see people were posting pictures of her like at Marshall's recently. I, I was like, leave her alone. I know. It's, it's gross. God. Uh, depressing. Um, but thank you. But it was so nice to meet you guys. I hope you both feel better, and I do thank hope I get to so see you soon. Thanks, Derek. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Bye. That was what'd you do this weekend with Hillary and Derek? And a quick thank you to our band Caravella. You can follow us at This Weekend Pod on Instagram, where you'll be able to see photographic evidence of our weekends and our guests. And you can send compliments or cease and desist notices to our email at thisweekendpod at gmail.com. Bye.